0: Want medical miracles? Diddy's got you. His latest beverage, Aqua Hydrate, won't get you bent like his vodka. But the ultimate pitchman, Puff Daddy, claims that the enhanced water product is the cure for something else. Listen up.
1: And most importantly, for people like me, it makes you ashy. When you're not hydrated, you get incredibly ashy, and lotion doesn't work. So this right here gives me my glow.
0: So, aqua hydrate will make you less ashy? Well, Diddy and his partner Mark Wahlberg care about your elbows and kneecaps. It's your Hot 97 News Update with Miss Info on Hot 97.
2: WQHT New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers. The hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. Just
3: keep going and don't look back. look forward from there's some jealousy in your rear view Wave hello, hello, hello Push that pedal to the max Count that money that's in your lap There's some jealousy in your rear view Hello,
4: hello, hello Hello, I'm glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. It is all about relationship abuse. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers or send me an email. My email address is lisa at hot97.com. This morning we're talking about relationship abuse and domestic violence and wondering, is the man you're with capable of killing you? What makes a man beat up the woman he's supposed to love? If he hits you once... Could he do it again? Could he kill you? Can these men that abuse women actually change? We'd like to hear from you and uh, see what you have to say about this at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Or hit us up with a text, 75759. That's 75759. And uh, let your family and friends know right now that they can listen to this show no matter where they are in the United States, because we're streaming live on hot97.com. And they can call in, too. From wherever they happen to be across the United States at one eight hundred two two three ninety seven ninety seven now what we 're talking about happens to couples who are famous they 're in the spotlight. They appear to be oftentimes the picture-perfect couple, like Rihanna and Chris Brown, or like alleged batterer TV anchorman Rob Morrison and his beautiful TV correspondent wife, who seem to lead the picture-perfect suburban Connecticut family life and have the most amazing careers. Most often, though, it happens to people who aren't famous, from teens to adults in every neighborhood in this country. Now, when Rihanna took Chris Brown back after he was arrested for assaulting her in 2009, she came under fire. Some of her fans even got angry with her and yell at her in the streets when she makes public appearances. Why did she take them back? Um, But she said, you know what? We're making a fresh start. He's changed. And this is a whole new day. He says, Chris Brown says, this was his biggest mistake. We're going to find out what our guests have to say about this. And we want to hear from you, too. Have you ever raised your hand to a woman? Why do you think this happens? Maybe you've done it. Maybe you've been a batter in the past and you feel like you've changed your ways. You know, we want to hear from you, too, and you know hear your experience and what made you change give us a call at 1 800 223 9797 that's 1 800 223 9797 you can hit us up with a text we might read it on the air 75759 that's 75759 or hit me up on twitter at lisa evers uh, we're tweeting throughout the show now let me tell you who we've got here to talk about this um, dr. elisa english she's a clinical psychologist her website is askdralisa.com. dr. elisa thanks for being with us again we appreciate it thank you lisa also with us is byron hurt he's a filmmaker and an anti-sexist activist and writer byron thanks for being with us we appreciate it also joining us is sherry she's a domestic abuse survivor sherry thank you so much for coming in we appreciate it. And then you're going to need to talk right into that mic there. Um, and Leah, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Leah is also a survivor. And also joining us is Juanito Vargas. He's the Associate Vice President for Safe Horizon Hotline and Community Programs. Juanito, thank you so much for being with us.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you.
4: We appreciate it. Dr. Alisa, why does this happen? Why does domestic abuse happen in the relationship abuse and what, what we're seeing and what you're seeing so much in your practice, especially with our teens?
5: It's simply power and control. Oftentimes, men who abuse women—it's about power. It has really often we try to connect it to some kind of psychological deficiency or emotional deficiency, but it's more about power and control. Most abusers are, are those who abuse women. Uh, they feel ineffective in their regular social circles. In fact, they're quite engaging at work and and around uh, community in the community and around other people. So they hide and mask um, this uh, behavior behavior. And so it, it really has nothing to do with, um, in, in in my opinion, mental illness. It's more to do with someone who is socially and emotionally bankrupt in their own right, and they use women to kind of feel, in a sense, that power. That that's the place where you see a woman begging for help, often, you know, re- requesting for the man to stop, and it gives them this sense of like, I am I have something. I have something in my hand that I can. I have control over. Total control over.
4: Byron Hurt. You're an activist, an anti sexist activist. When you saw the whole Rihanna Chris Brown story play out, what struck you about that?
1: Well, it was pretty typical to me in, in terms of um, Rihanna's decision or choice to go back to Chris Brown. But I like to focus more on the culture of masculinity that produces a Chris Brown or, or millions of Chris Browns around the country. Um, a culture that suggests that in order for you to be a boy or a man, that you have to control women, that you have to um, disrespect women, that you have to have negative attitudes about women, that you have to disassociate yourself as a boy or a man from women and view women as less than. And I think when you view women as less than you are, when you have negative attitudes about girls and women that are, very, that are in your mind and that are pervasive in the culture, I think it makes it very easy for, for guys um, to treat women you know, with disrespect or to hit them. You know, and so I think that there's there's a whole dehumanization process that begins very very early with young boys that leads them to view women as less than human beings and people who deserve to be beaten or hit or raped or killed. And that's that's terrible.
4: Um, Sherry, tell us your story because you're you're in your 20s now, and this was yes. a this was a, still a very you know
0: recent. very
4: recent situation.
0: I was 22 and we dated for six months. At the end of the relationship, I had a bruised arm and two busted lips. It started, we went to a restaurant and he was upset. I took him home. He argued with me because I had left because he had a very rude attitude. And that night on our way home, he had smacked me in my mouth and the next day, I realized I had the busted lip. It happened again, we went out to eat, and he was so insecure, I think that was the biggest problem. We're at a restaurant, and he had turned his chair to face me, when you go to a restaurant, you sit and you face the person across from you, he didn't do that, he turned his chair to face me so he can see what I was doing, who I was looking at, and everything like that, and we argued because of the way he sat and the way he acted all night. And he had me go about a block away from his house. And that night, that was a bad night. He had pulled my hair back. And he's telling me, like, I'm not going to leave him. I need to cut it out. And like, it was it had a lot to do with the control factor. And that night was another busted lip. That's when I noticed I had a bruise on my arm. He had also, before he punched out the button in my car to turn down the window and there was a point in time when I was trying to leave him I left the state I came back and he knew that I wanted to leave and he had my laptop and he had my iPod and he was holding it so that I would come back to him so when I came back I, plan- I was scared to leave because I didn't know what he was going to do. So I planned this whole thing where I was going to be nice to him. He was going to have no idea that I wanted to leave because he knew it. And so I finally um, went to go get my stuff back. And that day, he pushed me up on the wall. He had his hands around my neck. And that's when I realized, like, I thought I was in a movie. And he was like, so death do us part. And you always see that in the movies, and I never thought someone would be like that crazy to really say something like was that. Was that the
4: moment when you realized, and wait a minute, yeah, this could cost me my life? Go.
0: And I had I remember running out the house, him running behind me, and I remember he was like, If you leave, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and he was he started threatening. So then I played nice, I got my stuff back, and I remember he left something in my car. I went to drop it off. He was at the corner, like, looking for my car. I came back, dropped it off, and for some reason, I left my passenger door open, which is weird. I never do that. And I remember he saw me. Like, I was like, your stuff is here. And he came running back up the street. And, like, in my head, I'm like, he's running because he's coming to get me. Like, why are you running? I ran in my car, I drove off, and I remember that was the day I hit him with my car. I honest, I wish I hit him harder, but he only had a bruised kneecap, and that was it. And that was the day that we broke up. He was calling me, threatening me. I have a daughter. Was, you have a daughter with him? No, okay. no, with someone else. He was threatening me, my daughter, my family. Are you in fear now? No, not anymore. I thought about getting a restraining order. I blocked him. I blocked every single number I knew I had for him because I knew he wasn't going to think that I blocked him. He's just going to think I changed my number. And he will call my house all the time, and I had to stop answering the house phone. I blocked all his calls because I was still trying to be friendly. And it was like... He was still trying to control, like where you going, who you with, and I was like, I can't.
4: So no, and so I want to come to the ending of the story in a minute. But but Juanito Vargas, when with Safe Horizon, when you get those hotline calls, does this sound typical or is this unusual?
3: Well, no, no, no. This this is very typical. The that uh, possessiveness, that uh, jealousy, is, um, is very typical. This is definitely something that we hear at the hotlines, at our community programs, um, and you know the, the fact is, listen. Um, the people who commit these acts of violence, it's not like they're walking around with signs around their neck saying that say, you know, I'm an abuser. And so these are men who might come off, you know, initially as very charming. And, like uh, Dr.
4: Elisa said, they can mm-hmm. be the good looking guy, absolutely. the guy that everybody is popular.
3: Ab- yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, so as far as if there are any warning signs, it's definitely that uh, the, the jealousy, the possessiveness. Um, uh, someone might be quick to commit. And want to move in a relationship very quickly and say, hey, why don't we just uh move in together? So this is definitely typical of what of what we hear um when uh, victims call our um our hotline.
4: Leah, what is your situation? What happened to you?
6: Um excuse me. Uh he we were in high school, he was pretty much like my high school sweetheart. Like he said, the charming, the popular guy, played baseball, and everybody thought he was funny, everybody thought he was the cutest guy in school. Um He lived across the street from my high school, so we kind of, I eventually the sleeping over kind of turned into me just staying at his house a lot. And um, after graduation, he threw a a graduation party at the house. He got drunk early, and you know, it was 11 o'clock at night, so I went out with the rest of my friends. He woke up, and when he woke up, he called my phone and he was cursing me out, telling me, Get home, where are you? You're, you're a stupid you know bee and um, you need to come home right now. Before it escalated to him acting like that, we would argue and he would get physical where he would shove me or he would just mush my face and he would be jealous. If I'm with a friend, he would get mad at me saying, why am I with that person and so on and so forth. And the day of the graduation party where he really got ugly, I came back to the house. He said we needed to talk. As soon as he grabbed my hand, He yanked me in the house, so people that were outside saw that you know, like we weren't going to talk. The music was very loud coming from his uh, living room, and everybody was in the backyard for the party. So when we were screaming at each other, nobody heard us. And he grabbed me by my arm. He said, "We're going upstairs. We need to talk." He was grabbing me really, really hard. I knew we weren't going to talk anymore. Like I knew that it was going to escalate to something. So I told him to get off me. Um, I'm not looking for an excuse why he did it. So I guess you. A lot of people would say I provoked him, but I really wanted him off of me. He wouldn't let me go, so when I pushed him off of me, he just went back and then just like slapped me. Well, I
4: think self-defense is different than uh, provocation. We're going to talk about that too. We got a lot of phone calls at one eight hundred two two three. 97, Ninety-seven, we're talking about relationship abuse, domestic violence. Have you ever hit a woman? Did you ever regret it? Did you, were you able to change your ways? We've got a lot of guys on the phone already, so let's take some phone calls real quick. Let's go to Anonymous from Brooklyn. Hey, you're on Hot 97. You say you got anger issues. Yes, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm,
7: I'm not going to say I, I have anger issues, but, um, you know, going through, like, uh relationship and like dealing with, like, you know, learning how to deal with the other sex. It's like, you know, it's hard in itself, first of all. And, um, basically, you know, trying to learn and deal with your partner. You all come from different backgrounds, different households, settings and everything. And then once you start getting intertwined with each other, you're like, okay, well, things may change in, in the relationship, but you know, um, all in all, like, you know, sometimes, Women also push buttons towards men. It could be a verbal abuse towards men and vice versa. Like, you
4: know, it's a two-way street. Pushing but- Wait, wait, I got, I, got, I, got to, I got to stop you right there because yeah. everybody in uh-uh. the studio is, sh- is shaking their head. And mm-hmm. you're saying something that we, that we hear, that it's the woman that's pushing the buttons. What not, about that? Not
7: all the time, no, not all the time, no. But I'm just saying
4: sometimes it could be that way also. That the women provoke it. What, what? about that? Okay, you know what? You raising you raising a good point, and everybody wants to jump in on this. Juanita, let me start with you on it. So the I, women pro- provoking it.
3: Uh, yeah. So uh, let me let me, let me let me first say this: that uh, yes, actually, men can be victims of domestic violence. That can happen. But when we talk but about, but the numbers
4: are so much smaller. They
3: are. They are absolutely. But but when you, when but when we have men who commit these acts of violence against women, and they're saying that they're being provoked. Um listen we are all responsible for our actions and uh I you know I mean we we all are and so we have a choice in how we interact with the person in the intimate relationship and uh what about communicating what about talking and so if we commit these acts of violence we need to be held responsible there are consequences for those acts of violence and 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 the people that commit these acts of Do- violence Dr. Need to Dr. Be Lisa let me, me
4: ask you about this because some of the stories that some of the stories that have come out you hear okay the woman is the most violent act is where the woman is the victim. But then in a lot of these stories that we hear, it comes out that, well, there was pushing and shoving. The relationship was very physical. They would fight physically, both of them back and forth, throw things at each other, that kind of thing. Is that domestic violence or is that just plain assault and regular fighting? I mean, do what don't women have to take some responsibility if they're there throwing punches back at the guy?
5: I think women are often hopeful that uh, initially it comes across as though this is just an exchange of just anger. And this is how people, in a way, how the gentleman pointed out how people manage anger. How did they see anger and conflict managed in their childhood? And so maybe they found that they're seeing their parents fighting or other people in their family fighting. And for some reason, they still have a long lasting Possibly loving relationship, um, and no, yeah, it absolutely is domestic violence. Anytime a man can uh, put his hands on a woman, and to, at any degree, is domestic violence. Whether or not she engages in it as self defense, as as part of the process of, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to get him up off her, um, that's that's just her defense mechanism. It has nothing to do with both of them engaging in domestic relationship. I think what. I, I would hold women more responsible for is why they stay. And so that question needs to, we need to really All right, we're going to that. talk about that yeah. st-
4: That question too. But Byron Heard, I want to ask you, when you hear this guy saying, you know, she can push my buttons, what do you think about
1: that? I hear it all of the time. I hear I hear that sentiment all of the time. I've been in football training rooms. I've been in hockey locker rooms. I've been. I've worked with men in the Marine Corps. This is a sentiment that comes up all of the time, and it's classic deflection it's classic blaming the victim it's it's not taking responsibility as Juanito says for our own actions for our own attitudes for our own behaviors and it's again it it really goes along with the way that so many of us have been conditioned to see ourselves as men and conditioned to see women as being inferior and less than um and and us not having to take a deep look at our own selves and be introspective and examine why it is that we have an inability to articulate our feelings and our expressions in a way that's not violent toward toward women. Is and it about I, taking
4: yeah. responsibility for your actions, too? I, I, I mean, what does think, it say about I a think, man to say, OK, <clears throat> this woman can provoke me with just Listen, with what she's Lisa, saying?
1: Lisa, we are woefully, us men, are woefully uneducated and ill-equipped to deal with our emotions in a way that's not abusive or or violent. We we don't have the education, we don't have the preparation and and there are a lot of power and control issues there. And so we if you see if you see yourself as being superior to the opposite gender, right? right. Then you are going to believe that it's acceptable on some level to abuse that other other gender or to treat them or mistreat them in some way that's not equal to, you know, you as a man. I mean, you have, but, there, there are many men who are abusive to girls and women but would never be abusive to other men or people in a higher position or a higher rank than them because they understand the, the power dynamic. So and, and, when I'm hearing these stories, you know, by these young women, you know, It's it's to me it's it's like you said it's classic power and control and and also really internalizing this belief that women are less than men.
5: And I just want to also add to that when the gentleman said push buttons, your buttons are pushed often every single day you wake up. So if, if, if if pushing buttons is why you engage in these kind of violent and abusive altercations with a partner, then there's something much more sinister going on in your life. Probably low self-esteem on your part. We always blame women for the low self-esteem. And also the research suggests that most batterers never do anything in public that (laughs) indicates that they're abusive. I mean, they don't go and punch their boss in the the face when, um, you know, he or she does something that they don't necessarily agree with and or they don't act out on the subway. When someone sort of runs and takes a seat from them, but when they get home, they're now choking and screaming and scratching and shoving and pushing someone who they feel really can't um, protect themselves.
1: Can I I just say this? I, I think your point is that's an excellent point. And I think that more young boys and men of all ages need to understand this. Need to talk about this need, because I think well they 're talking talk we 're getting the we 're yeah, talking when, about when, it right when, now when, 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 you, when you have conversations like this with boys and men for many of them it 's like the first time they're even having this conversation that's that 's what I mean when I say we 're woefully uned, uneducated you know we don 't we, we don't really have the skills to understand the language why, about our behavior about our attitudes. People need to break this down to us and 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 needs to come from men talking to other men and breaking down these power dynamics so that the message gets them so that it reaches them because to be quite honest with you when guys hear this coming from from other girls and women they shut down they become defensive they feel attacked it's like they, mama telling them they tell need him. to have more men they need to have there need to be more of us they need to be more Juanitos and, and and so many other men that I work with and that I know addressing men in addition to women who are addressing other women And we we're, we're trying to
4: do that right now 800 223 9797 that's 223 2 three ninety seven ninety seven my production supervisor Andrew Varis the famous one and only Dominican drew came in here and uh, what's going on drew
2: and um, we got a lot of text messages about men being abused by by women
4: really so well, well let them call in one eight hundred two two three. 9797.
2: Well, um, one of the text messages that we have is from a police officer saying that, um, what about the males? What about the male victims? As a police officer, I'm always getting calls about males getting beat by their wives, and nobody actually pertains to that. And then the other one is a guy texted us saying that it sounds like his wife. I'm a man in the same situation my wife beats me. So, and, and there's more than that, though. Like, this whole sheet is full of men. Well, let's see if we can saying. get
4: somebody on the phone and,
2: uh, I, definitely. you know, I, let, I
4: let them know on the phones. Let's look for a guy that, if, if you've been abused by your wife, I mean, this does happen, but give us a call 1 800 223 9797. Juanita, what about that? So,
3: yeah, and, and so I just, as I said earlier, yes, uh, men can definitely be victims of domestic violence. And so um, I can tell you just uh, in our uh, community programs, we have about uh, 250 to 300 men that come to us every year who are victims of intimate partner violence and uh, so so if 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 you think about what domestic violence is and how uh, that it is a pattern of abusive behavior. And remember that there are different tactics. Uh, it need not be physical. It can be economic. It can be emotional. And so, so definitely, yes, um, men can be victims of domestic violence. Um, I'll just point out that by and large, the victims of domestic violence, the victims of this type of abuse are women. Lisa.
4: All right, let's go to Let me just, okay. the phones are going right. crazy. I, I got to get some of our listeners in here. Is it Camille or, or Camel? camille Camille. K A M E L. Oh, okay. Thanks, well, thanks for calling in. Good morning.
2: Camille from Bronx, New York. All right, well, Camille.
4: Well, well. Hey, baby, know, turn, your radio, turn your radio down in the background, okay, please, because I, I want to hear what you got so to say. Go I, I <laughs> Can you turn the radio down in the background? Come,
2: yeah, I got it down
4: now. No, we're still hearing it. You got to turn it down. Okay,
2: I'm gonna just turn it
4: off then. Please, hurry up. Okay. You're gonna well, lose your spot. <laughs> I know you were hanging out for a minute. Let's get Ms. the radio
8: Ms. down.
2: Ms. Mr. Edwards. Well. Yeah it ain't it ain't it, it's very unsanitized for a, for a male to abuse a female Cause it's because it's, 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 it's very out of control, you know, and it's like um very disrespectful because the male think it think it's right to abuse women because they get they get wait, wait what the, want. the
4: only reason I'm putting up with the, listening to you with the radio on the background is because you told our screener you you told our screener that you used to abuse your girlfriend in the past, is that true?
2: yes i had a woman before but she wasn't my girlfriend before that too but I Well, got that makes better. it okay huh
4: that makes That's it okay that she wasn't your girlfriend that you hit her
2: yeah my ex-girlfriend back in 07 i used to go with her back in 005 well and i got and, and i got better when i got older
4: all right, I'm gonna. You know what? We're, it's really hard for us to hear what you have to say because uh, because of the radio situation in the background. So if you are calling in, please turn down the radio. You know, you can hear the show uh, on hold on the on the phone while we are talking. Let's go to um, Billy right now and see what what's going on with him. Hey, Billy, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. How
9: you doing? All right, um, how are you? Yeah, I just wanted to bring up the point. Um, I, I was in a long-term relationship about seven years. It started in high school, but you know, we went through college and uh you know there there was an incident which uh occurred you know when 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 my girlfriend drank, she became very physical um mainly towards the other woman but once it, it, we left wherever we were we're in whatever spot we were at, and we went back to my house or her house, she would turn on me and she would you know for the little stupidest things it was more like me babysitting uh, a girl and she would start. She started with the punching and the hitting, and I would have to, you know, I, I would never hit back. I would always, you know, defend myself. And then one night I had enough, and I said, you're out of my house. So I was bringing her down outside, and when we got towards the door, she hit me in the throat, and I gave her a little push out the door. And she called the police, and the police came and locked me up. And I was like, how are you locking me up? I have a bloody lip. I was like, I didn't touch her once. And I just wanted to put it out there that there are guys that, you know, um you know, with, with the thing with the whole button getting pressed? Girls press your buttons, You got to learn to deal with that. No, but also, and, that, and, and also with dealing thing.
4: with dealing with the law, there's, and you know, I'm glad you are raising that point because there are situations like the one that you you're in, or hopefully you're out of that one, Billy. Yeah, Billy. I'm
9: out of it now. But
4: okay, no, but you're you raising you raising a good point because when it comes to the law there's a a lot of times there's an automatic i think an auto kind of like a reflex to believe the woman that the woman did absolutely nothing wrong but we're still the the vast majority of cases i think are where yeah. women are the victims we need to take a short break you're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers we're talking about relationship abuse domestic violence give us a call 1-800-223-9797 that's 1-800-223 ninety seven ninety seven hit us up with a text at seven five seven five nine that's seven five seven five nine and uh Twitter at lisa evers hot ninety seven 's metro p c s five borough tour continues featuring. T.I. and Joe Budden, both of whom have been on Hot 97 Street Soldiers in concert at Best Buy Theater this Thursday, March 7th. Tickets on sale through Ticketmaster or win yours all weekend long on Hot 97. Log on to hot97.com for more info. We'll be back right after this.
8: Hot 97 is the only radio station hot enough to have linked up with me, Beyonce.
2: 97 has your tickets to see Beyonce in concert. In the world
1: of divas and superstars, there is only one
10: Beyonce. Beyonce. Win your Beyonce tickets weekdays at 7.50 a.m.
3: with the Cypher Sounds of Rosenberg Show with K-Fox. And at 4.50 p.m. with Angie Martinez. And for
9: another way to win, log on to hot97.com.
10: Guys, you've heard about Ageless Male, the natural supplement that helps boost testosterone levels within normal, healthy ranges. But now, the best testosterone product is even better. New and improved Ageless Male can help you feel more like you used to in your active life and in your romantic life. Because our up- upgraded formula has been clinically shown to increase your drive, desire, and performance. That's right, guys. Ageless Mail has been clinically shown to boost performance. Cancel your plans this weekend. You're staying in. If you're ready to recapture the drive from your youth, now is the time to try Ageless Mail. Because it's available risk-free. But you must call now. Just call 1-800-854-0216. Be the guy you used to be. Just call 1-800-854-0216. That's 1-800-854-0216. 1-800-854-0216. So, what's for breakfast? I thought I'd chop up a few peppers and onions, scramble some eggs with cheese. How about a little steak today? And sizzling steak to top it off. I'll help. Let me grab my apron. (sighs) You know what? Grab your coat instead. We're going to McDonald's for steak and egg burritos. Wake up to steak with McDonald's new steak and egg burrito. Tender steak, sautéed peppers and onions, salsa roja, and American cheese. Now get two for just $3. That's more sizzle to love. Christmas Made a very pricey single product posted on menu board. McCafe for McDonald's is excited to present its newest creation. Café con leche. The
3: new Café con leche is an exquisite blend of espresso and steamed milk sweetened to your liking. You can have your cafe con leche. A little bit sweet, or you can have your café con leche. Very sweet. Check out your nearest McDonald's and enjoy the new Café con leche. Now, when someone asks what you're drinking, smile and respond: Café con leche. Get one. Hoy mismo Café con leche.
10: From McDonald's, more McCafe flavor to love. at McDonald's limited-time offer.
1: At TurboTax, we know your paycheck is more than a number. It's juggling school and work.
0: It's paying my dues on the job.
1: And it's pulling all-nighters when I need to. You work hard to earn your money, and we want to help you stretch every dollar. That's why TurboTax lets you file your simple federal return for free. It's free to prepare, print, e-file, and you can even chat with a tax expert. TurboTax, the power to keep what's yours. Get the federal free edition at TurboTax.com. Live tax help service is subject to
10: availability, restrictions, and change without notice. See TurboTax.com for details.
4: My name is Marta Woolraven. Ah! My husband was gunned down in our driveway.
2: ABC Tonight. Why would I kill your husband?
5: Because he stole from you.
2: For one woman.
3: Dad, it's a bad business. and He left it tomorrow to clean up his mess. The only way out. I think you're a mother who would do anything to protect your children. Is deeper in. I
2: am going to get us out of this. Red Widow. The two-hour series premiere. Tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC. You guys need anything else right now? I don't know.
9: NCAA March Madness at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> wings, beer, and every game imaginable. I mean, what else
10: could we want? Except uh, way to stay longer. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Oh, have you seen our remote? I can put the tournament in slow motion mode for you
10: guys. How's your wings? Even better in slow motion. <laughs> the official hangout of March Madness. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings Beer Sports.
6: Hey, are you all set for your fishing trip? Mm-hmm. Did you pack the beer?
10: Um... Wait,
7: is that some Twisted Tea I see in the back of the car? Come
10: on, Twisted Tea? Yeah,
7: I can see why. <laughs> twisted Tea, realized tea taste with I K? I don't
10: know. One of the guys must have snuck it in there. Oh,
7: come on. <laughs> I bet you're craving the real iced tea taste of Twisted Tea. I know. It's so refreshing. It is. It's so smooth. It's pretty smooth. But if you want me to take it out... Uh, hold on to it. Uh, we might have
10: one or, or several. <laughs>
7: twisted tea. Realize tea taste with
10: a kick. Twisted Tea Brewing Company, Cincinnati, Ohio. Drink responsibly. It hurts to have a cold. Not only are you congested, your body aches and your head aches. Fight the pain and the cold symptoms with Advil Congestion Relief. The only over-the-counter cold and sinus medicine that combines Advil with a proven decongestant to relieve the pain and sinus pressure that come with the cold. Advil Congestion Relief. Tough on pain, tough on colds. Use as directed.
4: My name is Marta Woolraven. My husband was gunned down in our driveway.
3: ABC Tonight. Why would I kill your husband?
5: Because he stole from you.
3: For one woman. Dad did some bad business and he left it tomorrow to clean up his mess. The only way out. I think you're a mother who would do anything to protect your children. Is deeper in... Out of this. Red Widow, the two hour series premiere, tonight at 9 8 Central on ABC.
10: Western beef
1: where you shop much more for less Check out this week's specials 1906 bone and rib steaks or roast, 5 dollars a pound Coca-Cola 2 liter, 4 for $5 Kellogg's Frosted Flake 15 ounces, 2 for 5 Carolina rice, 20 pound or Crisco All gallon, 5 dollars each California Nable Oranges, $8 99 Mariners Harbor Whiting Filets, 2 dollars a pound Indu Vecca Salami,
2: 2 pounds Only 6 dollars Western beef, nothing but fresh, baby
9: Now, boarding old Navy passengers.
7: I'd like to upgrade my seat today. Let me check you betcha right now old navy khakis are just 19 dollars. with modern fits and bright colors you can really refresh your wardrobe for spring great but oh i feel guilty upgrading myself and not the kids no worries kids khaki pants and shorts are on sale too what a deal
10: hurry into old navy now all khakis are on sale adults for 19 dollars. kids pants and shorts for 12 plus hundreds of other items are on sale old navy come fun come all Fellow 228 to 36 in stores only select styles only Reese's
4: Peanut Butter Cups, the official candy partner of the NCAA, are the perfect match for watching college hoops. Find a great deal on Reese's Peanut Butter Cups at CVS Pharmacy. Reese's Perfect.
10: What up? up?
2: This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers Soldiers with with Lisa Evers. Evers. Real Real issues, real Real politics, politics, real real
4: people, people. only on Hot Uh, 9 say I love it for you (laughs) <laughs> All right, I got caught out there. The show the show just keeps going during the breaks, during the commercial. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers, your host. We're talking about relationship abuse, domestic violence. We see picture, why do we see picture-perfect couples, celebrities? And then we find out that there's deep, dark secrets and that the woman has been abused. Um, we're taking your telephone calls at 1-800-223-9797. What do you think makes a man hit a woman? Give us a call, one 800 223 2, 3, ninety-seven, ninety-seven. Are you a woman that had to escape one of these relationships? Are you a teen that's dating a guy right now? If you're in one of these situations right now, we have people here that can help you. If you're a teenage girl and you're with a guy that and he's doing this to you right now and you don't see any way out and you haven't even really told anybody close to you. We want to hear from you. Give us a call at 1-800-223-9797. That's 1-800-223-9797. Let me introduce who we have with us for this show with Dr. Elisa English. She's a clinical psychologist. Her website is com. Byron Hurt, he's a filmmaker and anti-sexist writer. We also have Sherry. She's a domestic abuse survivor. Positive, she's a domestic abuse survivor. And Leah, also Um, has survived domestic abuse. And also Juanito uh, Juanito Vargas, he's the vice president, associate vice president for Safe Horizon Community Programs and their hotline. And also on the phone, we have Yesenia Weiss. She's a model and actress. She's a Miss Apple girl for Nelly. And um, she had a situation with the guy that she was involved with, too. We're going to be hearing about that as well. But Byron, there are a lot of calls from guys on the phone, yeah. and what Angelique Tyree, our, who's our associate producer and screening the calls, tells me, is that they a lot of these guys are yeah. saying that you know they're getting beat by the women too, and they're just defending themselves. Yeah, you, I, you're I not buying that.
1: Not quite. I mean, I don't want to be dismissive toward men who have been abused or hit. I should say hit by by the women in their lives. I don't want to be dismissive, and I'm and I'm compassionate toward that. But I think you know. As it has been said, the vast majority of relationship violence that takes place is males who abuse their girlfriends or their wives, okay? And that's the vast majority of it. And I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, it does happen. But I think if men were being hit and abused, and, and beaten up and all that kind of stuff at the rate in which the callers are suggesting, then it would be a huge national issue. I think I mean, it, I, done it would like, have done like, a story for Fox 5 News. And you know
4: what? I'm glad, I'm glad you're saying that, too, because it, it's also... We're talking about... Uh, Women who have survived this, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stories. I mean, there's there's a story of the young lady from uh, from Queens whose body was just found off Breezy Point. There's there's periodically stories of this or that teenage girl whose name is not on the headlines who goes missing and then six or eight months later her body is found someplace. And and I think you're right. I mean, I think if that was some other group besides women, people would be in an up. It would would be be like up in
1: arms. Men would be up in arms. Like you know, people would be saying. What's going on in the culture that so many women are beating up their husbands or their boyfriends or keeping, you know, keeping yeah. their husbands in fear? But the last point that I want to make on this particular issue is that. Um Again, this goes back to the classic deflection, you know, this whole putting off on the other or blaming the the victim as opposed to looking inward at ourselves as men and thinking about our own behavior and our own attitudes. And it's really, really, really tough for guys to go there because I think we're talking about things that. Encroach on guys' sense of entitlement and privilege. And whenever you start to challenge guys, nobody wants to give up power willingly. Nobody right. wants to give that up. And so it's easier politically to or personally, it seems exactly. to be the case. it's easier to focus on what the women are doing to provoke us or to get us upset or to make us hit them. And it's less easy, it's more difficult for guys to say, you know what, I got a problem. All right, well, let's
4: go. Let, let me bring in uh, Jusenny uh, of Vice here. are are you there? Hi, Lisa. How are you? All right. How are you doing?
7: I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'm happy to be a part of this show, considering that um, I went through one hell of a nightmare, and I, I too, survived something that could have taken my life. You know, so I'm really happy to be here and and be able to share my story.
4: Now, he tried to kill you, you
10: said.
7: Um, We were driving, and he was under the influence of alcohol. I was actually driving, and he started to choke me out of just pure rage, and, you know, I'm, I'm handling a vehicle, you know, and there's no reason for him to do this. Um, as many times as I try to make sense of what was happening, you know, as a, as a victim, as an abuser, as an abuser victim, you, you try to make excuses and find rationalities, but there was no reason. And uh, I literally jumped out of my car. You know, a lot of things could have happened. The police was actually, they were there. You know, they witnessed everything, and they came to my aid, and they said, you know, had I not jumped out, we, I could have crashed. I could have crashed into a house, into a car. Um, and killed yourself I, I could or have somebody else. Out. I could have killed someone else or we both could have died and, and, and hurt someone else. So you know, luckily that wasn't the case. And, and, you know, I walked away with, you know, bruises and, and, and scabs and scratches from having to jump out of the car and having been choked.
4: But, Justenia, um, was that the first time that he, that he got violent with you?
7: It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, you know, it started off. You know, with a, a punch, a shove. Um, it, it was something that became. You know, it escalated from being verbal. Oh, but let me,
4: let me. Can I stop you? Right, can I stop you right there? Because yeah. you're you're a model. You're an actress. Your mm-hmm. face and your figure and your image. That's your. Those are your professional. You know, th- those are your professional tools. That's mm-hmm. what you need to do your job. So to have a guy punching you, the question that I think a lot of people would want want to ask is, why would you stay? What? Why would you stay for more? You know, it was embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And that may be cause... an unfair question, but that's the way people ask it.
7: No, it's it's true. You know, what I became the typical textbook, you know, story um, victim. You know, you 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 you. thought you deserved it because of the attention you were getting or maybe you did something wrong that day that just pushed their buttons or maybe it's your fault because you're you know um of, of the work i honestly stopped slowly doing what i love to do which was entertain people whether it was working in front of you know um a tv hosting a show or um shooting for a campaign and uh Slowly but surely my my peers in the industry started seeing you know bruise marks on my body I had makeup artists on set covering my bruises you know it was humiliating and embarrassing and it got to a point where you know we were living together and I just didn't know how to get help you know um, and I didn't I was so embarrassed of my own self of not being strong enough to leave that I just took it and I figured you know maybe we can work this out I was brainwashed you know and a lot of these women become brainwashed they they lose themselves they become women that they never thought they could be you know i was being controlled and manipulated that if you left me you didn't you don't love me
4: and you no know, what, and, and I and I and I really appreciate Honest. your courage in speaking about this publicly and speaking about this so honestly. Because when there's a woman like yourself, who's beautiful, who's talented, who's in the public eye, like you said, you're modeling with Nelly's Miss Apple campaign, hosting shows, and out there as an entertainer, and then people are saying, "Wow, if it can happen to her, you know, it can really happen to anybody." But Juanito from Safe Horizon, when you hear her story.
3: Yeah, and, and, and so what, what I want to say is, is that it's, it's, it's pretty easy for us. You know, we're on the outside. We're looking in for us to say, well, why doesn't she just leave? And the reality is is that it's, it's a lot more complicated than that. Uh, first of all, we need to trust the women in the decisions that they make. They're the experts. And this is not lives. to
4: blame, them. I'm not trying to blame and, the victim by asking that question. <clears throat> and, that's just one I get asked every time right, we do this and, topic And so,
3: yeah, and, 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 so, that, that, you know, and so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, there are, again, it gets very complicated. A simple reason might be, listen, uh, the woman might still be in love with, with the with the abuser. Um, there might be children involved. There might be some kind of uh, economic dependency. Whatever the reason is, what we need to understand is is that the woman is the expert. And and just and just I, I think something uh, something that everyone ought to know is that um, what ends up happening is that what we've learned is that women who are in these types of relationships they face the highest risk at the point when they're about to quote unquote leave. That's, that's, when the, that, that's, that's when the that that's
4: when the that's danger that's when, when it the danger is a great and we see we've seen that in any number of cases here in the city where they get the restraining order they have their escape plan and, so, yeah. and then the guy hunts so them down we right need, before e-
3: exactly so again so we need to trust
4: the women they know they're the experts they know what they're doing we need to trust them absolutely but and I'd love to think about some prevention things too but positive let's hear your story how did you how did you get out of the situation
8: well um, the last time that we had the fight it was in our apartment. And I stayed at my sister house a week before, so I came home to t- discuss on if I was gonna come home to stay or if I was gonna leave for good because I was tired of the fighting. And all he could focus on was a phone call I made at four o'clock in the morning. He went online to see who I was calling, while I was at my sister house, and all he could focus on was that four o'clock phone call. So he ended up putting his hands on me again. He started punching me all in the face, choking me, threw me in the couch, and I'm begging him to get off of my neck, because I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe at all. And this is the first time that my neighbor right under us
4: decided- And this upsets you just mm. even trying to... Tell us about this. This
8: is the first time my neighbor up under us came upstairs and knocked on our door. She heard us fight plenty of times, but she mind her business. She knocked this time, and she told him, she said, let me see her. If I can't see her, I'm gonna call the cops he will not let her see me because my face was bruised, my lip was busted, I'm crying and everything. So in order, so he closed the door on her. She went to go call the cops. So I kind of, like, tricked him. I'm like, look, I don't want to call the cops on you. Just leave, just leave. You know, they come, i just deal with it. Duh, duh, duh. I got him to leave the apartment. When I got him to leave the apartment, I started packing me and my daughter's bag up. I called his sister to come get me so I can leave. And right before I leave... He, was leaving he came back to the house came back he tried to stop me again we started you know fighting in our hallway and I just I had to lie to him I had to lie to him to get out I'm like look I'm gonna just go to your mother's house and spend the night I need some time to myself I, uh, you know this this is enough and instead of going to his mother house I went back to my sister house and it took off from there but I got the restraining order on him, Tom. We had time separated and everything. But as I stated before, we, I have kids with him. So I tried building a friendship with him for the sake of my children. And strictly it. That's strictly a friendship. But of March of last year, he ended up attacking me again in front of his new girlfriend. He deliberately choked me, got somebody got him off me once he got off me, me and his girlfriend are exchanging words, and then he's back on me, and I'm on a bed, and I'm breathing for air once again. I had bruises, his whole handprint in my neck it was there, and I was just shocked because okay, I'm not with you. Why do you feel the right? Why do you still feel like you have the right to put your hands back on me again? So,
4: so what did you do? Let me fast forward a little bit because you know I've always got to keep one eye on the Mm -hmm. clock here, and we have a lot of a lot of uh, people trying to get in on this conversation. The what? Where are you now with this? Because he's the father uh, father of your children. I have
8: no contact with him anymore. After that last attack, I realized that having a friendship with him will not be possible because he's not ready for that. Oh, yeah. He has to show me more. I just strictly want him to be a father. But until he can show me that he can be a father, I don't want any contact with him at all.
4: Okay. Let's, um, let's go to uh, Asia Smith real quick. Asia, hi. You're on, you're on the air. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Good morning. Good How morning. Are you all right? I'm doing fine, thank you. Okay. In, ter- in terms of um, solutions, because mm-hmm. I know you were with a partner who tried to kill you. Yes. What What did you What kind of solutions can you give us, or what kind of advice can you give us on this? Well,
11: the first thing that I definitely want to um, address is we have to, as as victims, male or female, but particularly for women, trust your gut. Trust your instincts. You know, we all have that, that little voice that lets us know that something is not right. And even if you can't name it or put your finger on it, you know that if you aren't safe, we're the ones who will know that, you know, what our partners are truly capable of. And so when you say that, um, you know, why do women stay, it's typically out of fear. However, you know, being afraid should not stop you, but it should make you a little bit smarter. Um, the second thing that I would say is there's safety in numbers. We, as victims, we try to hide it because of the shame, the fear, the guilt, the embarrassment. And so we don't want people to know. But, you know, I'm not saying that we have to advertise it, but let people know. Let your neighbors know. You know, I know that this person has been around, but if you see him again or you see her, please let this person know, you know, or contact the police. They're not supposed to be here. Let your coworkers know. You know, we try to hide it, but at the same time, Hiding it actually manifests it and makes it worse because no, there it, is no accountability. And, and then you
4: have no, you have no, yeah. uh, no, no other uh, options, Doctor Lisa. In terms of this question of staying, the men also the emotional manipulation. There's emotional abuse right. that goes on with right. this too. Tell us about that.
5: Yeah. I mean, women often fail because of financial reasons, because of children. In some cases now I'm working with an immigrant population and that's always held over a woman's head. You know, "If, if you leave me, then you're going to be deported. Um, women feel like they're trapped in many ways and they begin to blame themselves and I think that women don't necessarily go into a relationship with low confidence, low self-esteem and low self-worth. I think over time you develop that because you're being abused.
8: and being told. The same and told way, so you're
5: saying the same way that if we're around positive people who encourage
4: us and help us to realize our dreams and make more of ourselves, the opposite is true. If you're with a guy who's putting you down, oh, yeah. then it's just going to go downhill from there. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. Okay that's that, mm-hmm. absolutely. You're around someone who's constantly bringing you down. Ultimately you start to think that's who and what you deserve. Is that a warning sign? Are there warning signs the for The warning this kind of thing? signs are always there. First of always. all, I want to go back to the issue of, of predictive. The fact of the matter is be, current behavior predicts future behavior. So if someone is pushing and shoving and cursing and insecure and checking your voicemail and checking your phone and looking at your email. Get out go, then. Get, Get out. out. It's not that yes. serious. Let it go. Juanito's shaking his head. You, I mean, don't think that, I mean, I don't Know what the, it doesn't the ob- get
4: better after that,
5: no. Oh and I think God. women often have these emotional deficiencies that they then believe that when he's doing that, somehow he loves me and he cares about me. So he's checking on me, he's that's following right. me around, then he brings me flowers Yeah, it oh. makes them feel like a sense of love, but that's really a sign of control, a sign of insecurity, a sign that he has extremely low self esteem.
4: All right, let's go to Daniela real quick from uh, Philly. Daniela, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead,
5: okay. How you doing? Um.
11: I was abused by my kid's father, and then I became the abuser to my kid's father, and then to finally let the whole situation go to get into another relationship and become abused all over again.
4: So that that um, that's a cycle. That's that's a cycle. It's a, cycle. And, it, right? it's a whole cycle
11: that is very very hard to break. When you're young and naive and in love, you think that this person could stop doing it to you. That. They that they're going to really change love you, but they don't know how to love you, so you stay there and you stay and you keep praying, and then you lose yourself. Yeah. Especially if you have no support system, no parents, no no family, no anything, you think that that's what love is, and it confuses you.
4: No, definitely, Danielle. Thank you so much for the call, Juanito. So
3: yeah, I, I just want to echo what what Ms. Asia Smith was saying earlier that um, two women who are uh, victims of domestic violence, you know, like she said, trust your gut. If your gut is telling you that there is something wrong, you know, trust that. Uh, seek out help at safe horizon we operate a twenty four uh... twenty four a day seven day a week pro uh... hotline available all the time, it's free, it's confidential. And what it's the ho- but
4: if you call three one one in New York City, it goes will connect s- you
3: to the, the, the just ask to, Safe to be Connected to the domestic violence uh, hotline. Uh, like I said, we're available uh, all the time. Uh, we can accommodate over hundred and forty different languages. Uh, we're wow. always available. Safe Horizon has. We have locations, uh, fifty locations throughout the city. So you're not alone. Just know that that there is help. Yeah. To be, that you know, we're available. Whether it be friends, family members, if you're if if you don't have those, reach out to us. You and can, can also, you call
4: if you know, so if you, like, let's say, have a girlfriend that, that's going through it and call. You, so you know what to tell Ab- her?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and for victims of domestic violence, you know, don't, don't think that you need to be ready to, quote, unquote, leave. You can call us anytime. If you want to just uh, talk about it, if you have, right. uh, if you suspect that something is going on in the relationship, give us a call. 1-800-621-HOPE or you can reach us via New York City 311.
4: All right. Thank you. We're at 1-800-621-HOPE. Uh, Sherry, last word here?
0: I think that young men and older men, they don't know how to express their emotions. So if they're confused or they're jealous, they, everything just becomes anger. And that's when they let it out and they lash out and they hit you because they don't know how to express yourself. Um, I want to say almost two years later, I was friendly with my abuser. And I can say that I We only dated, we talked for about three months, dated for about a month, and I left not because of abuse, but he. he you saw a change in him. He wasn't always angry, and my uncle, um, I seen him abuse his wife, and this is when I was 14, and 10 years later...
4: Okay, Sherry, I hate to do this. I'm going to have to cut Sorry. you off because the, the clock is okay. my enemy right now, and, you know... He's winning. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, I want to thank all of our guests for being with us uh, for this episode of Street Soldiers. Dr. Elisa English, Byron Hurt, um, and, and our domestic abuse survivors for being so brave and courageous in coming on the show. Um, uh, Stephanie, Leah, Sherry, Byron, uh, Juanito Vargas from Safe Horizon, Jasenia, Asia Smith. Thank you all very much for being w- being with us. And my executive producer, Ton Capone, just came in and uh, yes. What's What are we looking at for next week? Next week,
2: we're
1: going to get into the whole, is the pit bull dog reckless or the owner's reckless? Oh, that's a good Who's one. Reckless?
4: There's so many dogs out there that are not on leashes.
1: Yeah. You see them walking down the street with the owner. The owner got the bandana on, two dogs. So you want to get out of the way or you're going to keep walking on the same side of the sidewalk? You know, oh, Right, saying?
4: and they let them off the leash and the leash is really a tow truck chain. If people want to get in on that show, how should they get in touch
1: Lisa with you? Lisa at hot97.com. Hit us up and we'll get right back to you.
4: All right, thank you very much. And I want to thank my whole crew here at Hot 97. That was my executive producer, Tone Capone. Our associate producer, Joe Connor. Associate producer, Angelique Tyree. Our production supervisor, Andrew Varis. Our board op, the one and only TJ. Our interns, Sierra and Mario. And i uh, got to give a big shout out out to Money Nails to Fifty Cent, the whole boxing thing. If you missed it on Fox Five News, we'll we'll post it on uh, hot 97com slash Soldiers. and a big shout out to. Everyone the Jefferson houses where I saw some of those dogs off the leash mm-hmm. this week. That's what we're going to be talking about next week. Hit me up at Lisa at hot97.com That's Lisa at hot97.com and remember check me out on the Fox Five News at 6 and 10 tonight, 5 6 and 10 during the week. Follow me on Twitter at Lisa Evers that way you'll know what stories I'm covering. I might be in your neighborhood and uh, have a great week, everybody remember, use your mind. it's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace
2: going to be ringing. T.I. Live with your buttons. I could take you all over the world, though. Even tell you pack lives. Hot 97's Metro VCS 5 Borough Takeover Tour Weekend. Another Hot 97 official concert exclusive. Bow, bow, bow
1: for I'm going to be on the one and two doing what I do. My siphon Rosenberg hosting. Ah, it's going to be so mean. Yikes. Made out by Metro PCS and the Samsung Galaxy
0: S3 smartphone. Buy tickets at Ticketmaster or the Best my box office now.
1: Public notice for my